If you're born poor in America, you're likely to end up that way. Born rich, it's likely to stay that way. A new study by the Federal Reserve Bank of Cleveland confirms that achieving the American dream may be growing harder. For many of the Ohioans who took a recent University of Akron Bliss Institute poll, the study confirms what their guts were telling them this election season. More than one out of every 10 Ohioans who took the open-ended survey listed income inequality as one of the nation's biggest issues. That's more than those who pick trade alone, more even than those who pick jobs. And yet in the minds of many, the issues are all of one cloth. Bill Carpenter is a 56-year-old accountant who works for a downtown Dayton bank. I think there's plenty of jobs out there, but there's not plenty of livable wage jobs out there. Kids that are getting out of school now are having to work anywhere from $9 to $12 an hour with an undergraduate degree. That's just terrible. That's not what the American dream was about. Carpenter says a global economy has led even professions like his to be outsourced overseas in search of cheaper labor. And he says that's flatlined American wages. Bill Maxson of the Akron suburb of Norton says corporations shoulder the blame. Uh, we're the big corporations are running this country, and then they hog all the profits and at everybody else's expense for lower wages and people not even getting raises. So the standard of living is going down for people. A new study by the Federal Reserve Bank of Cleveland says both might be right, in part, but it may be more complicated. The study affirms that income inequality is growing. It also looks at what's called income mobility. To understand the difference, think snapshot versus video. Income inequality compares two people or two households at the same time. Income mobility, on the other hand, says maybe you're poor now or middle class now, but where are you likely to be at some point 10 years or 20 years later? And researcher Daniel Carroll says for many people, the answer is pretty much where you started. It's not that the same people are getting richer and poorer, but for the most part, many of them are the same people. The research breaks Americans into fifths. The three-fifths in the middle represent some level of middle class, and there's some movement up and down within those. But about two-thirds of those in the poorest block will still be there ten years later. And nearly three-quarters of those at the top rung will remain there as well. Your chance of jumping from the bottom to the top? Minuscule. Carol notes it may be growing worse. He points to a chart with Finland at one end of what's called the Great Gatsby Curve. Countries that have less income inequality tend to be more mobile as well. At the other end, with high inequality and little chance of moving between classes, is the United States. Carol says the reasons are deep and varied and decades in the making. Education, who you marry, what neighborhood you live in, even down to something like summer camp. Children who are in households with more means have access to summer camps and into training over the summer where parents perhaps that, are, that don't have as much means or have a lot of work obligations are unable to give their child that access so their child sets for three months without developing. And when they come back to school, the gaps widened. Carol's research partner, Ann Chen, says that magnifies over time. The workforce is polarizing, so, you know, people with high skill tend to go around high-skill jobs, and people with low-skill tend to stay in low-skill jobs because the skills they have don't transfer. Um, and I think that's a huge part also in how, you know, who you meet, how you meet, and how you form families and educate your children. Researchers aren't the only ones interested in what's happening to the middle class. So are politicians and the people they're pitching their messages to. All years ago, we had thousands. Bob Harper heads United Steelworkers Local 1123 in Canton. 
most of its roughly 1,900 members work at two companies, Timken Steel and Timken Company. That used to be one company, and not too long ago, membership topped 5,000. Harper says it was often hard, dirty, and dangerous work. But it also afforded people a middle-class life and a balance. The bottom line has gotten so out of line that the quality of life is gone. Used to have that dream to work for a cabin or a boat or something. The money's out there. It's not easy to get. Well, i got to work harder to get it. Buying power is gone. And that's why economic concerns are expected to be a big driver for both the candidates and the voters who head to the polls this fall to pick a president. I'm M.L. Schultze, 89.7 WKSU.